0: Hey everyone, happy Monday! This is Nishana with your Monday motivation. Colossians 3 verse 23 to 24 says, Whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Moses was tending to his father-in-law's flock, He led the flock into the wilderness and came to Sinai, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from in the midst of a bush. Moses stared in amazement, as though the bush was engulfed in flames, the bush was not consumed. Thinking that this was indeed a strange sight, he proceeded to move closer to the bush to get a closer look. When the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, God called to him from the midst of the bush, saying, Moses, Moses! Here I am, Moses replied. Do not come any closer, the Lord warned. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. When Moses heard this, he covered his face because he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord told him, I have seen how cruelly my people are being treated in Egypt. I have heard them cry out to be rescued from their slave drivers. I know all about their sufferings, and so I have come down to rescue them from the Egyptians and to bring them out of Egypt to a spacious land, one which is flowing with milk and honey, and in which the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites and Jebusites now live. I have indeed heard the cry of my people, and I see how the Egyptians are oppressing them. Now go, for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people out of Egypt. But Moses protested to God, Who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? I will be with you, the Lord reassured and this is your sign that I am the one who has sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God at this very mountain. Still not convinced, Moses protested again. If I go to the people of Israel and tell them, the God of your ancestors has sent me, they will ask me, what is his name? What should I tell them? God said to Moses, I am that I am. Say to the people of Israel, I Am has sent me to you. Tell the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has sent me to you. This is my eternal name, my name to remember for all generations. Now go and call together all the elders of Israel. Tell them that I have appeared to you and have seen their oppression in Egypt. They will accept your message and you will go to the Pharaoh tell him the lord the god of the hebrews has revealed himself to us now allow us to travel three days into the desert to offer sacrifices to the lord our god i know the king of egypt will not let you go unless he is forced to do so but i will use my power and will punish egypt by doing terrifying things there after that he will let you go Despite the Lord reassuring Moses and promising to be with him, Moses continued to protest. But suppose the Israelites do not believe me and will not listen to what I say. What shall I do if they say that you did not appear to me? So the Lord asked him, What are you holding? A rod, he answered. The Lord said, Throw it on the ground. When Moses threw it down, it turned into a snake and he ran away from it. Then the Lord said to Moses, Reach down and pick it up by the tail. So Moses reached down and caught it, and it became a walking stick again. The Lord said, Do this to prove to the Israelites that the Lord, the God of their ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, has appeared to you. Put your hand inside your robe. Moses obeyed, And when he took his hand out, it was diseased, covered with white spots like snow. Then the Lord said, Put your hand inside your robe again. He did so, and when he took it out this time, it was healthy, just like the rest of his body. The Lord said, If they will not believe you or be convinced by the first miracle, then this one will convince them. If in spite of these two miracles, they still will not believe you, and if they refuse to listen to what you say, Take some water from the Nile and pour it on the ground. The water will turn into blood. But Moses pleaded with God, No, Lord, do not send me. I have never been a good speaker, and I haven't become one since you began to speak to me. I am a poor speaker, slow and hesitant. So the Lord said to him, Who gives man his mouth? Who makes him deaf or dumb? Who gives him sight or makes him blind? It is I, the Lord. Now go. I will help you to speak, and I will tell you what to say. But again, Moses answered, No, Lord, please send someone else. At this point, the Lord became angry with Moses and said, What about your brother Aaron the Levite? I know he speaks well, and look, he's on his way to meet you now. And will be delighted to see you. Talk to him and put the words in his mouth. I will be with both of you as you speak. And I will instruct both of you in what to do. Aaron will be your spokesperson and speak to the people for you. And you will stand in the place of God for him, telling him what to say. Take this walking stick with you, for with it you will perform miracles." So Moses finally obeyed God and returned with his family to Egypt. Stop projecting your insecurities, limits, and humanness onto God. He isn't like us. He isn't human. But he still keeps his promises. God delights in making his servants successful. When God calls a person to serve him, he will always empower and enable them to become successful in everything they do. Yes. Past failures can cause a person to develop a serious inferiority complex, but God's presence and power can enable anyone to overcome any feelings of past failure. To serve God effectively, depend on his presence and strength, be ready for difficulty, be obedient in his commands, and work with willing people. It is not uncommon for God to call you to do things that are beyond your abilities and resources. The devil has led you to believe that serving God is too hard because you aren't good enough. But enhanced abilities and overwhelming resources have never been prerequisites for accepting God's call. His presence and power are enough to supply all your needs. So stop making excuses for why you can't serve him. Understand that the I am is the God who is, that is, the God who exists. The God who not only exists, but exists independently and unchangeably. Our Heavenly Father is limitless and never changing. We are serving the same God who fed the 5,000, called our world into existence, and who would give up everything for just one of His lost children. Believe that you are God's one. If He could make the ultimate sacrifice of giving up His Son, then anything else is absolutely possible. Serving God may mean cutting family ties, moving to a new location, encountering difficulties and resistance, and delivering messages to people who don't want to hear what God has to say. But God is faithful and will not place you in situations that are beyond what you can bear. If He has called you to something, He will ensure that it will come to pass. God does not remind us of who He is for show. It is to remind us that His grace and power are still present. When He asserts that He is God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, He is saying that I am the same God who promised to make my people a great nation, outnumbering the stars of the sky. He is the same God that promises that his children will live in a land overflowing with bountiful blessings. The same God who has declared increase over our lives. So how dare you doubt him? Be obedient and answer God's call. God will ensure that your life is proof of his power, glory, and grace. So just be obedient. God, speak to us. We are listening and ready to serve you. Forgive us of all the times when we put our insecurities before your purpose. Continue to give us the strength to serve you and fulfill your purpose. Amen. This was Nishana with your Monday motivation. See you next week. Bye.